0: hello there welcome to the SPS pod in this episode we're going to discuss one of the worst traps you can fall into as a business owner solopreneur or business leader and that is flip-flopping with your goals it's not going to work out and let's find out why you're listening to the South performance strategies podcast this podcast is all about the elements of success and performance that business owners solopreneurs and business leaders need to implement if they want to exponentially improve their results the sbs pod is brought to you by the pro accelerator program specifically designed to help business owners and solopreneurs save at least 10 hours a week while making an extra 50 to 100k within 90 days If that sounds like something you're interested in check the show notes and follow the links for the pro accelerator now let's get into this episode hello 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 welcome 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 we are in episode 52. pretty crazy pretty crazy thank you thank you if you've been listening along Thank you if this is your first episode, thank you if this is your 10th episode, and a massive thank you if this is your 52nd episode. I deeply appreciate every single one of you. Now, in this episode, what are we talking about? Yeah, in the intro, I discussed the biggest trap a business owner can fall into. And what is that trap? It's flip-flopping. Flip-flopping is killing your success. It's terrible, okay? Flip-flopping is awful. But before we jump into it, and I discuss my experiences with flip-flopping myself, my own little personal story, and I discuss how flip-flopping can damage your success, and that's what I really want to focus on in this podcast, how it is very damaging. We're going to start with two two quotes this week. Not one, but two. You're getting bonus quotes. I'm flip-flopping over the decision... <laughs> Of which quote was the best quote to use for this episode. So I chose two. I flip-flopped. I chose two. I love it. Let's do it. Two quotes. First quote is from Pat Riley. There's no such thing as life in between. Boom. Love it. It's true. It's very factual. You can't live in two or three different zones. You've got you got to focus in on one. Select your pillars and just go after it. Second quote from the master. The master of business consultancy, Peter Drunker. Peter Drucker? Did I just say? Peter Drucker. What am I saying? (laughs) Peter Drucker. Unless commitment is made, there are only promises and hopes, but no plans. Those are two doozies. Those are two fantastic quotes on why not being solid and specific with your goals is going to hurt you. And they are so true. Pat Riley and Peter Drucker are knocking off the 50 Second episode of the SPS podcast with some serious facts. Serious facts. Let's talk about my experiences with flip-flopping. Because before I created a coaching business, I flip-flopped a lot. I really did. I really did. Back in 2016, I had this idea to be a coach. I had no idea what to do. I only knew... That i enjoyed helping people overcome barriers in the sales environment that i was working i got a real buzz and a kick out of helping people be better it was almost more enjoyable than doing a big sale which i got paid lots of money to to do i was more enthused about helping people make their big sales but i wasn't getting money from that so yeah it kind of (laughs) sucked but anyway from 2016 to 2021 I did a lot of things but try to coach people. I did tons of things. Tons of things except actually coaching people. Yeah? I started a YouTube channel and posted over 200 videos. Stephen Timoney on YouTube. Go check it out. You'll see me there. I started an Amazon FBA with two friends selling tea accessories. We made a little bit of money. We lost a little bit of money. It ended up probably level. But it was an ex- it was a great experience. But it, it was not fun. And, and, and it distracted me. I moved careers. I did. I moved careers. I took bigger leadership roles. I kept putting my hand up for bloody promotions and projects. Yes, more money, more responsibility, but further away from my dream. I spent 10K of my own money as well to become a certified project ma- project manager. I went back to school for feck's sake. I went back to a local university and went and got a project management certificate out of my own money. And the organization that I worked for was like, yeah, we're not going to help pay for that because we only pay for X amount. You know, bullshit thing. So I, I, I paid for it out of myself because I want a bigger role. I want a bigger corporate job. I wanted the, the, the big jobs. I wanted to get of that middle management or, or project lead, I want to get up into that director level, those big paychecks, and maybe a two in front of the six figures instead of the one. Didn't work out. Didn't work out for me. And I was also planning to become a, a PMP, which you might not know what that means, but that's a certification that you pay money into every year. And it's something you can put on your LinkedIn and be like, hey, I'm a, I'm a PMP project manager. And it just means that you're certified world round to be a project manager. D- you know, Distraction, great, great certification, fantastic certification if you've got it, but a distraction because that's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be a project manager. I wanted to coach people. I wanted to be a consultant. I wanted to help people get over barriers. Obviously, I did that as a project manager, as a leader in corporate, and as a sales leader, uh, sales manager in, in a large store. I did all those things, but I wanted to do it specifically, specifically with people. And and now at this stage, I can tell you after two and a bit years of my business and uh, 70,000 followers on Twitter and and 1,400 followers on LinkedIn and, and growing on other platforms and 52 episodes of the SPS podcast, I really, really, really enjoy helping business owners and solopreneurs get over their dumb shit and 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 create results that's who i really love helping but anyway how did i stop flip-flopping well we'll get to that we'll get to it we're going to talk about it don't worry about it calm down (laughs) i discovered twitter Early in 2020. Well, I, I didn't discover it. I'd always have, had a Twitter account for a long time. Actually, 2010, I opened my Twitter account. I used that that handle that I have, still have for um, sports. But I, just, I rediscovered Twitter at the start of the pandemic. And I had an account that I opened under a, a name that matched my YouTube channel at the time. Uh, and by the end of that year of 2020, I'd grown my follower list to 5K. So I, I started tweeting, got a bit of traction. Uh, I was getting a bit more feedback from... Uh, Twitter than I was from YouTube, and I ended up starting to sell a guide on how to use stoicism tactically. It was a story about how I, I changed my life around, and I credit stoicism and the values of in stoicism uh, as a major as a, as a major cornerstone of why that happened. And I put together like a a PDF. I called it Tactical Stoicism, and it was the twenty one quotes that changed my life. And it was a it was a decent little uh, uh, PDF. That I was selling, uh, and then for a short period of time, I, I helped people on Twitter as well with Twitter growth, and I was selling uh, some Twitter growth communities and courses, affiliate marketing, and I was making a little bit of money. It, it, it was pretty good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And I also built a leadership program. Uh, I put lots of <laughs> lots of time into it, and it did not sell well. Uh, it was called Tactical Leadership. It was a follow up to to my Stowesome someone. Uh, and yeah, it didn't do well. But why do, I, why do I tell you this? Well, five years had passed and I had spent no time building a coaching offer or coaching business. Now, I've just explained to you. I was doing FBA. I was on YouTube. I was doing project management. I was getting promoted. I was on Twitter talking about stoicism. I was talking about leadership. Was I coaching people? No, no. I spent a lot of time flip-flopping over what the next thing could work for me. and. I even felt like I could keep going with the next thing. I thought, hey, maybe I'll try this online business thing with affiliate marketing and the guides that I was selling. And in 2021, I decided to leave my six-figure corporate role to give the online business game a go. Still wasn't coaching people. Was I coaching? No. But was I making a few grand selling some guides in affiliate marketing? Yeah. So I felt like, hey, let's give it a go. Why not? It was a bit of a dent to my paycheck on a weekly and monthly basis. But You know, the freedom, yada, 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 solopreneurship, yeah, it is pretty cool. It's a lot of work, but it is pretty cool. Was my plan at that point to start asking people if they wanted coaching? No. When I first left my corporate job, I got sucked into building a mini plan with a long email sequence of a coaching upsell. Oh my God, fuck me. It's like I was getting in my own way. It's like looking back now, I, I can tell I like making things more complicated. But anyway the, the first three to four actually even six months of, of of my solopreneur journey i was losing money and my runway of cash was getting low you know i was smart about it i, I did stack a bit of cash i had this idea of leaving corporate on the horizon for about 18 months uh, and i decided to put money away for it uh but it wasn't working out how i wanted it to work out and i was feeling that stress and i was thinking in the summer of of 2021 I was thinking I might have to go back to corporate. I was looking at the job boards, uh, even at the organization I came from. Then, because my back was against the wall, in the summer of 2021, I I, I did something a bit different. I I decided to ask people directly on Twitter, hey, do you want performance coaching? Does anybody want coaching? Does anybody need coaching? Literally opened my door to my street and I yelled out, out on the street which literally twitter's a massive village hall or, or a massive town center or whatever you want to call it it's just a, a collection of people putting out their ideas and I, and I literally yelled on twitter does anybody want coaching and at that point i think i had about thirty thousand followers now i've got about 70 so it was about two years ago and guess what people said yes a few people actually were like you know what yeah, Steve, we, we like your stuff. I, I, I like what you're talking about. Let, let, let's get into this coaching. So over the last 18 months since that happened, I've been focused very much on my coach coaching offer. I've been focused very much on my business. I committed to making it work. I stopped flip-flopping. I committed to creating a coaching business. I stopped flip-flopping and it changed my life. I stopped flip-flopping from one idea to the next. I started doing what I was meant to be doing. That's coaching people. That's coaching people. That's what I'm meant to be doing. But here's the thing. But here's the thing, when I started coaching other business owners, business leaders and other people around me within the space that that want to help with their performance, I noticed a very common thread. It was extremely common. There's a lot of flip flopping going on in the world. A lot of it, it, practically everybody who I've coached, even seven figure business owners who I've coached. In fact, I'll change that. I know an eight-figure business owner that I've recently helped that was flip-flopping in a certain area of their life. Now, they weren't flip-flopping all over the place, but there's a lot of flip-flopping going on. I was not the only person that had this bad habit. It's an actual thing. We flip-flop. We can't seem to stick to something. We can't seem to just go in a direction and stay with it. And I was able to start to clearly understand the damage that flip-flopping does to a, a business and a life. Personal experience included. Personal experience included. I could see how it was damaging people's performance and damaging people's businesses. Simply put, flip-flopping with your business goals is a surefire way. I'll repeat that (laughs) because my teeth fell out there. (laughs) Flip-flopping with your business goals is a surefire way to kill your business gains. And I've been able to piece together about six key reasons why you need to break this habit if you want to make real progress in your business. And that's what I want to talk about now because I, I've broken these habits in my business and I'm very focused on on one key offer and I've got a, a decent book of business currently with, with my coaching clients, always open to more. If you want to check out the Pro Accelerator, go check it out, links in the show notes and book a call with me. But these, these six areas can really damage you if you're flip-flopping. And the first one is pretty, pretty obvious. The first one is it wastes time and resources. It's like driving with your foot on the gas and the brake pedal at the same time. You're just making a whole lot of noise, making a whole lot of smoke, and you're just going nowhere. So instead of making progress, you go nowhere. You spend weeks or months working on one strategy, only to abandon it for something else. It's like, it's just it's just not how you do it. It's not how you do it. This falls into the dumb shit category in my life. When I'm doing that in my life, I call it out as dumb shit. When I see my clients do it, I tell them that's dumb shit. I've been there, My clients have been there. You've been there. We've all been there. I recommend you don't do it. The second uh, reason why flip-flopping is dangerous, it makes you less productive. Oh my god, it it really, really, really destroys your productivity. You're chasing after the latest shiny object or fad. You're you're, you're bouncing off all the walls. This makes you less productive because you're not focused on achieving anything specific. You're, You're jumping from one thing to the next without any real purpose or direction. How do you be successful? How do you scale a business? How do you even start a business? How do you improve your performance when you're doing that? You don't. You don't. Question I have to ask you, did anybody fall down a crypto hole a couple of years ago and lose months of progress in their business because they were like, oh, maybe I'll become a crypto billionaire? No. Because the people who were making really good money in crypto, the only thing they were doing in their life was crypto. But you had your business, you had your family, you had other things going on, and then you were doing surface level, kind of like crypto stuff uh, on the side, thinking, oh, I'm going to become a, 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 a Bitcoin millionaire. No, didn't work out for a lot of people. It definitely didn't work out for a lot of people. Worked out for some, good for them. And the other thing I've got to ask you currently, right now, you know, I'm going to say a, a bad word in my mind because I, I I can't stand this, 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 this word currently. I, I think it's dumb shit. But is anybody... Currently falling down in AI or chat GPT. Oh my God, I can't believe I said that word whole uh, you know falling out a chat GPT hole and losing momentum I I have used chat GPT I think it's a great tool for exploring ideas for it's like a, an advanced Google search, search it gives you a bunch of answers and I have prompts and I you know before anybody listening if you know before anybody who's listening this gets all uppity because they're all all up in chat GPT's business yes I understand prompts I've seen them around I, I've seen all the threads on Twitter you have as well I've got a a, a notion doc of a whole bunch of uh, pre-written prompts that I use it's great but you don't know want I actually prefer just writing I actually prefer just talking in their microphone and letting this shit just come off the top of my head why the hell do I need chat GPT to build me a script oh but it'll give you better structure fuck your structure that's not real it's somebody else it's AI it's bullshit this is me this is fucking real this is coming out of me my mouth my mind I didn't need ChatGPT to create this the script for this this podcast I didn't need ChatGPT to help me with all my Twitter threads it was me Yes, good for research, good for building foundations, not good for typing it in, copy, paste, pump it out. That is dumb shit. But yeah, that's why I didn't fall down a ChatGPT hole. Because do you know what? Before AI was uh, was uh, invented, or not invented, before ChatGPT became as powerful as it is, every book that you can think of written before 2022, okay, from Mark Twain to Stephen Pressfield, who wrote those books? Was it AI? Was it ChatGPT? No, it was Mark fucking Twain and it was Stephen Pressfield or insert other author that you can think of. Your favorite author, whether it's fiction or non-fiction, they wrote those books themselves. And if you want to become excellent in your field, whatever it is, you, you have the power and the divine capabilities in your mind to actually do it. So I, I, I'm i going to get off my high horse for my, my, my AI and ChatGPT rant. <laughs> i just realized like what am i talking about i've gone off on one i've gone off i've bolted the horse is bolted the horse is bolted but i i honestly believe that 90 percent of the crypto and the chat gpt stuff it's 90 percent pure distraction and it's killing your performance now if you are in a specific field that uh, chat gpt or ai is extremely helpful if you i'm talking about writing code i i you know the really technical stuff where it is absolutely phenomenal at helping people, yeah, get into it because it's part of your sphere. But if you're selling something that's got nothing to do with AI or ChatGPT, but you're spending hours on it, it's distraction. It's pure distraction. Anyway, I'll get off my high horse. I'll I'll leave ChatGPT alone. I, I, we'll move on to the third, the third, the third thing that flip flopping does. I I really flip flopped in this podcast and minute and on my. My anti ChatGPT rant. Uh, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I promise. It's done. It's done. Uh, the third one is it damages your reputation. This is a big one because I can tell you right now, there's a lot of people on Twitter I would not buy anything from them because all I've seen over the last couple of months is stuff about ChatGPT. I'm like, I, I I thought you were doing coaching. Uh, I thought you were a ghostwriter. Uh, I thought you were doing Twitter growth, but all I see on your timeline now is ChatGPT. Hmm. You know, uh, your customers or clients become confused by your direction. Because, like, what are you doing? What What are you doing right now? I I, I thought you were going to do some type of, like, uh, you know, performance coaching with me. But all I see from now is Twitter growth. You know, it, 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 it doesn't, in my mind, it like doesn't work out. Do you want to be a performance coach or do you want to be a Twitter growth coach? Pick a path. Pick a fucking path. Uh, people will lose confidence in your ability to deliver on your commitments. If you're so good at at, at, uh, the thing that you want to do, why are you doing something else? Go back to my own story. If I was so good at coaching people, why was I out writing stoic books? If I was so good at, at, at coaching, why was I wasting time on leadership strategies? Yes, I've got 15 years of leadership experience behind me and I would consider myself to be a very confident leader at running sales teams and getting results, 100%. But it's not my dream to do that. My dream is to be a coach. So I've got to push some of these things aside to start flip-flopping and pick a path and go after it. Because when you're flip-flopping all over the place and your content on Twitter is all over the place or your ideas or your business are all over the place or the things that you're trying to sell to your to your clients are all over the place and there's no connection to them, it will damage your reputation and make it harder for you to win new business. It's just It's just facts. Like, like I said, I went from offering a stoic guide to a leadership program to performance coaching in less than six months. It takes time for the market to see and understand your offer and your product. Changing it all the time slows down your income. It slows down your ability to have that raving fans, to have that, to have those raving fans, sorry. And that leads me very, very nicely into the fourth one because it will lead to burnout. When you're all over the place, flip-flopping, you're not getting results, you're wondering why people aren't buying your products, you're wondering why your people aren't following you, 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 you're going to get frustrated and overwhelmed. Flip-flopping is the precursor to burnout. You work on multiple projects at the same time. You pursue too many opportunities at once and this 100% leads to burnout. It hurts your health and well-being. Now, I know some of my clients listen to this podcast and I mentioned some of them earlier already, uh, briefly, and I know they would agree that they all had too much going on when they first hired me. Not all of them were doing massive flip-flops with their goals, but they were flip-flopping and not committing to certain key pillars in their life and business, whether it was around their fitness, whether it was around their high-value work, their high-dollar work, they were flip-flopping a little bit. Because without specific goals, you will head towards burnout. If you don't have specific goals, you'll procrastinate, you'll work 12-hour days, and you'll feel like you got nothing done. That's just the way it happens. The fifth way that flip-flopping damages you, as a business owner, as a solopreneur, as a business leader, is it leads to missed opportunities. Now you might think, hold on a second, but if I'm all over the place in all these different markets, surely I'm going to find more opportunities. Uh -uh. Survey says no. You're so focused on chasing after the latest shiny object that you overlook the opportunities right in front of you. You also miss out on the magic of compounding. You start doing something, you get good at it, and then you stack wins. That's how success works. Flip-flopping stops this from happening. It, it reminds me of that meme or, or that picture, that success picture, where you see the two guys digging for diamonds and one of them is just, just about to hit a diamond and he gets tired and he's like, oh, I'm just going to go off and do something else. And then the other guy's just going nuts at it. And it's the person who it gives up just before they strike gold is they change direction. That's that, That's what flip-flopping is. That, that's, that that meme is literally for that that trap. You can't change direction all the time and expect compounding to work with you. You got to stick with your offers, stick with your direction, stick with what you do with your clients, stick with what you're, you're best at, stick at your unique, unique abilities, and stack them over a long period of time. That is how success works. And then the sixth and final one, and this this got me. This one one hundred percent got me because that, my 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 confidence was in the gutter. Flip flopping undermines you. It really does. You begin to doubt your ability to achieve anything. It undermines your confidence. It hurts your motivation and enthusiasm. You become hesitant to set new goals. You stop pursuing new opportunities because you're afraid of failing again. This got me. Oh, man, this got me bad before I started my business, before I put my offer out. I just felt like everything I did didn't work out. And it's because everything I did didn't have a connecting line to it. There weren't connecting dots. The Venn diagram of the things I was doing, what well, wasn't a Venn diagram, it was three separate circles. They weren't overlapping. Now, I personally feel like your whole life should be one big circle, but we know that doesn't quite work out. So at least if you're going to have pillars, they've got to heavily lap over each other, lay on top of each other. They've got to look like a very tight Venn diagram. But too many people out there, and, and I've come across them, uh, I've spoken to them through the dms i've been on calls with them and when i speak to them their, their, their venn diagrams are, are are circles separate circles that they've got massive gaps between between them and, and the thing that i need to say here is that if you look at any successful business owner or solopreneur they have a core message and mission that they've been crafting for years i'm going to shout out dan Coe here i'm going to shout out justin welsh if you go and look at those two gentlemen in particular fantastic stuff a lot of respect for both of them But the mission that they're on and what they've been talking about has been the same for at least two years, if not more. If not more. You don't get that kind of confidence and you don't get that kind of momentum shifting your gears every few months. Obviously, they have different offers and they have different little projects and stuff going on. But their core message, their core ideas have been similar for years. And that's what I'm working towards. I'm probably at year one of my message, if I'm being brutally honest. It was, it's one year this uh, June, we're in May right now. It's going to be one year in June that I launched my main coaching offer, which is the Pro Accelerator program. So I'm in a one-year cycle currently with my main offer, with my main message. Now, my message has been quite similar for 18 months, if not two years or longer. But that real core message has only been, I would say, solidified for a year. So I'm going to be tapping into that kind of confidence and momentum. I will be. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. As I said, my confidence has been rock bottom a few times over the last two to three years on my business journey. But I can tell you the reason why it was, is because I flip-flopped. It's because I lacked commitment to my high-value activities. It's because I lacked commitment to my high-dollar activities. It's because I got distracted by dumb shit. It's I got distracted by the, 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 the Bitcoins or the chat GPTs, the, the shiny objects, the, the fad of the moment. I know at the start of the pandemic, I was getting really heavily into stocks, and that distracted me. Probably wasted a few months, if not a quarter of, of my uh, uh, twenty twenty at the start of the pandemic. Really getting into stocks, I remember well. Yeah, I made a little bit of money. Yeah, sure, I did. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not stupid. I didn't didn't lose a bunch of money. I made decent money from it, but it distracted me. It distracted me because what I really should have been doing was focusing on that coaching offer, focusing on coaching business. But it took me a, a, a full year later and, and to be out of a corporate job and actually trying to make it work before it kicked in, before the, 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 the fire started to burn my feet, <laughs> to burn the hairs on my legs off me. And I was like, oh shit, it's getting hot here. I'm going to have to actually figure this shit out and actually commit and stop flip flopping. So that's 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 the advice I want you to take from that from this podcast. Stop it. Stop flip-flopping. Don't do what I did. Solidify. Go after core pillars. Flip-flopping in your business and flip-flopping with your business goals is a bad habit that kills your business gains. It's simple. If you want to make real progress in your business, you need to select clear goals and stick to them. When you do this, you'll be able to achieve your goals and make real progress in your business, guaranteed, because I've done it in my business. In 2020, I hadn't made a dollar online. I've now made over six figures, with the majority of that coming in in the last 16 months. And that happened because I stopped flip-flopping, quite simply. And I'll leave you with this thought. Don't be the hungry guy at the restaurant who changes his order before his food arrives, then complains he's starving. When you're flip-flopping, it's all on you. Trust me. I know. That was the 52nd episode of the SPS podcast. Thank you for listening all the way through to this part of the episode. As always, if you want to reach out to me and let me know what you think of the podcast, send me a DM on Twitter at, at Steve It's S T E V E T I M O n-e-y over on twitter you can also head on over to stephen timoney.com it's s-t-e-p-h-e-n-t-i-m-o-n-e-y dot com and you can check out my newsletter you can check out all the other episodes of the podcast and obviously you can check out the pro accelerator program coaching offer it's on there as well everything that i talked about today will be in the show notes below so you can go down check it out go over these six areas and you need to stop flip-flopping with your business goals today <laughs> okay thanks very much we'll talk to you in the next one Make it a great one.